And welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us today on this Good Friday. And however you might be celebrating this weekend, it certainly is a great time to just pause and reflect on a couple of very key things that I think the astrological chart point us toward like none other. And that is forgiveness, love, selflessness, and our soul's journey. So some really good reminders this particular weekend of the year. So spring is upon us in the north, fall in the south, and just wishing you the best on this special time. You are pretty well set up between Tuesday and Thursday's podcasts this week, so you could go back and reference them because most of the things that we talked about this week, except for the moon, are still in place. And the moon right now is in Sagittarius. It will be there that way until tomorrow when it moves into Capricorn early in the morning over here on this side of the world at 4.12 a.m. Eastern Time. Now, our keywords that we brought our attention to on Monday with a great big wow, change, encounter, nervous disorders. Hmm, we'll have to see how that plays out. Morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Passion, that's a good one for the Easter weekend. Agitation, success, encounter, hmm, keep your antenna up, friendship, joy. We'll stop there. There are others. But that is from, by the way, the Mastro Expert Program. People have occasionally emailed asking where those come from. It's a software program called Mastro, M-A-S-T-R-O, and it's mastroapp.com. They sent an update this week, and I sent an email yesterday thanking them for it. They just seem to be a great outfit, great guys and gals to work with, and and they uh, basically made the license perpetual. So if you get it, you get all the updates for the rest of, of time and more, I guess as far as the ephemeris can go, <laughs> right? put it that way. So if they pop in and happen to listen, thank you guys for that. And it is a great piece of software for this. And the uh, piece that you need is the component that you use is the forecast curves. But some of the things that they built into it are really great to have. I'm finding myself now relying on it more and more every day. My go-to program every day, because I am on Mac on all of my computer network stuff, is Astro Gold. But I have all the big name software and just Astro Gold and now Mastro and Janus are the three that I use the most. Now let's dive in. As promised yesterday, I want to talk about the United States charts just a little bit because I've been looking at three different charts. So first of all, the natal United States chart. There's a big debate about the birth time of the United States. So obviously July 4th, 1776, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. But what time? And that's very significant because I follow some financial astrologers who put the time at 2.11 a.m., Another, I think, is 306 or 303. And then what's called the Sibley United States chart is 510 p.m. Now, astrologers through the years have rectified these with various events, and they, they kind of all work. But I'm using right now for this the Sibley chart, 510 p.m. When I calculate times that are going to move the market, I use the morning, the early morning times. And they are precise, sometimes almost to the minute. So the big deal this year is the Saturn-Uranus square. Now, that's happening for all of us. There's already been one back in February. There are two more before the end of the year. 
and there will be three close encounters of it next year. Now, the other big thing on the slate for the United States is February 19th, 2022, so less than a year, is the Pluto return, where transiting Pluto comes back to the same place it was in 1776 when the country was founded. And remember, kind of my thought is, the slogan is, the slower they move, the more they bake in. And we're talking about between Saturn and Uranus and Pluto, the slow movers of the chart. So these are all big major themes that get baked in. And I know there are some articles out there on what the Saturn-Pluto return is going to mean and what it's going to bring. And there will be others. And there are some great astrologers that are making predictions about what this may be. And I'm going to stay away from that because, number one, consciousness can change the outcome. And number two, and I think more importantly, we've never seen a Saturn-Pluto return in any kind of parallel before in modern history. So we don't have anything to compare it to. If we were to go cookie cutter, then we would go down the line of Pluto being the planet of transformation, the lord of the underworld, a very powerful planet, one of transformation, redemption, etc. So you would be right in expecting that you might see major changes in things such as the structure of government, or legal-type things, or certainly power struggles. Pluto can tear down in order to rebuild. We also have that Saturnian influence in this from the Great Conjunction last year. So this whole thing that we've seen with COVID, uh, I think, is a ripple effect of definitely the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn last January. So The Pluto return is going to be a very interesting phenomenon, and we're in it. Now, here's how I want to balance this out, because I was dropped down on this planet back in 1959. So I was born into basically 20 years where this country was in constant upheaval. We saw a president assassinated when I was three years old. A war expanded that the country did not want death on college campuses, riots in the streets, mass rebellions across all platforms of living, basically. A paradigm shift in the entire culture of the country. And all of that culminated with the resignation of another president. And that was followed by a massive recession where inflation went through the roof. It's like, Welcome back to the planet, Thomas. (laughs) That's what I got dropped into. So as we've talked about this and worked through this together on this podcast, I have come to the commitment that I am going to, my role is to be a steady hand in trying to very unbiasedly interpret the entire chart to navigate through these times, whatever they may be. And could it be nothing? Could be. We're already seeing some effects. I mean, the unrest we had last summer and this ball of twine of this worldwide sex trafficking that seems to be unraveling. These are all things that you could umbrella under this whole energy that we're talking about. Now, there are a couple of other things that we should look at in the chart just to make note of. And then I'm going to do an extended video on this where we talk about them, but I'll just plant the seeds now. 
So we have coming up at 21 degrees Gemini, a Mars return where transiting Mars is going to cross over where natal Mars was in uh, in the chart. Now, that happens every year and a half, every time Mars makes an orbit. So that's not that big of a deal, but it is coming up. So tuck that away. Also, Mars is going to be conjunct the solar arc Saturn of the United States. And I'm not going to elaborate on what solar arc is right now, but just know that it's kind of the progressed or more current way of looking at the chart. So we've got a Mars on Mars, Mars on Saturn. And if we take it to Hellenistic or ancient or um, medieval interpretations, that's bad. <laughs> that would be tense. And I'm I'm cutting to the chase. I mean, it's like, like I said, I'm not going to get into good, bad, but that could be interpreted as tense. Now, over on the other side of the chart, another one that I'm looking at is that transiting Saturn, again, moving very slowly, is conjunct that solar arc Uranus. So what you would say with that is, well, hang on to your hat. It could get interesting. The other thing that I'm watching is the United States Chiron is in Aries. This is the wounded healer. So in the context of all of this other, we have all this energy in Aries right now. We've been talking about that, right? So with all of this energy in Aries, I'm just watching and pondering now what might that play in the U.S. Chiron in Aries as this energy moves through pretty quickly. Again, it's more trigger energy. It's not moving as quickly, but we could have some triggers from it. Something to watch. You know, I will do a video and we will unpack this more because there's so much. And then with this stuff, it's hard to lock on to with audio. So a video, a visual would be worth a lot. So we will do that. I hope to get it done fairly soon and we'll explore this more. Definitely worth taking a look at. So there's kind of a big picture thing for you. Hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend, as I mentioned at the beginning. Whatever you're doing, be sure to add a healthy dose of pure love to your recipes. Have a great day and a good weekend. I'll see you back on Monday. Bye-bye.